Austin is hot. I think it's fair to say you guys have been growing like crazy. And I know you did a panel here at South by Southwest with the mayor of Miami. And I think it's fair to say there's a little friendly competition between the two cities right now um, in terms of attracting new talent, particularly so-called Web3, crypto entrepreneurs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what's your sort of sales pitch when you're talking to these kinds of businesses to get them to choose Austin? Well, you know, I, Miami is a, is a wonderful city. I really like Miami, and, and I like visiting there, and, and I certainly like the mayor. Uh, that's there and he's a friend. Um, I think people self-select for the city that they feel most comfortable in and Austin's a very different city than, than Miami is and uh, you know Miami's seeing a lot of activity right now with uh, uh, crypto finance. Uh, a lot of the, 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 the CEOs of the companies are, are going to, to Florida uh, and I think that that's great. Austin's place in this ecosystem is a different place. Uh, Austin is where good ideas go to become real. We're a city of makers and, and creatives and, and innovators. So I really see Austin's role as, as building the, the applications that go on the protocols to actually give the protocols real intrinsic value and, and real, real, use, uh, uh, real uses. Uh, and, and that's our role. So in, in Austin, you're seeing uh, incubators and accelerators put more and more resources to helping uh, uh, invest in and sponsor that level of creativity. Uh, I was really excited to see the initiative announced last week by uh, Capital Factory and Stax. Uh, they're, they're envisaging 15 $100,000 challenges. Uh, built on uh, five different uh, protocols, uh, three on, on each of five different protocols. Uh, I think they're still looking for one or two other protocols to, to join them, but that, that's Austin. Uh, that, that is what brings so many uh, innovators and creatives to this city. It's why we have so many startups. You have a lot of people coming here from other big tech areas of the country, uh, notably Silicon Valley. Um, besides sort of the differences in lifestyle and affordability, why do you think they're coming here? And, and do, you, do you want them to keep coming? At some point, does it become t too much? Well, you know, I, I think people are coming here because primarily because of the other people who are already here. I think people self-select to, to be with, uh, be at a place that they feel comfortable. So I think the lifestyle is key. I think the, the, the culture and the values we have here is key. It's the, the number of creators and innovators uh, that we have here across disciplines. Uh, so there's a, a community. Uh, part of it is, you know, in, in Austin we say keep Austin weird. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can buy it on a t-shirt or a coffee mug. And that means different things to different people. What that has always been to me is that it's a recognition that the tolerance for taking risks is higher in Austin than any city I've been in in the world. In, in most cities in the world, if you try something and it doesn't work out, if you fail, uh, you don't get a second chance. You don't get capital a second time. 
Uh, you get punished for failing. This city is very different. This city encourages people to take risks, recognize that it's always not going to, to work out. Uh, this is a city where people, where it's a safe place to think differently and, and to try new things. I think that environment, that, that culture, uh, attracts people in addition to the fact that there's no income tax here and, mm -hmm. and, and it's just a beautiful city. I think the values that we have with respect to the environment, uh, the work we're doing to, to end homelessness, I mean, those kinds of social programs, the position that we're taking uh, relative to our, uh, our governor and attorney general on, on, on uh, uh, transgender care, I think all those things uh, attract people here. Um, let's pick up on that last point just very quickly, just to make it clear to folks what your position is, because I know this is something that has been a topic here at the conference as well. Um, so what, what is your message to businesses, to the people of Texas, to the residents of Austin when it comes to some of the governor's recent moves, when it comes to sort of targeting parents of transgender children? Austin is a safe place for everyone. Uh, and, and that includes transgender children and their families. I think the positions taken by our governor and our attorney general are horrific and they are frightening uh, and they're ill-informed. Uh, and they don't represent who we are in, in, in this community. Uh, we just uh, issued a, a proclamation, I did, uh, last week, uh, making very clear that Austin was a safe place, a welcoming place. Uh, we had our district attorney and our county attorney there pledging that there would be no prosecutions in Austin, Travis County, uh, relative to, to this kind of uh, position directive taken by the governor. Uh, and we want everyone to, to, to know that. So that's likely something also that's attractive to um, at least more socially liberal businesses. Um, in addition to a lot of the startups that, that you're talking about who are attracted here, there are a lot of big businesses that like to take risks too. I think of Tesla, notably, as a company that's large but likes to take risks. I think of um, Apple, I think of Oracle that have, that have opened or planning to open um, things here in the next several years. Tesla specifically, there was a report that Tesla CEO Elon Musk gave a tour to Labor Secretary Marty Walsh of the Tesla plant here. Were you there? And what can you tell us uh, about that meeting? Because it's interesting, there had been a little bit of friction between Musk and the administration. Um, so it's interesting there was this sort of olive branch, if you will, seemingly. Well, I think coincidentally, I was there, uh, as, a, as a matter of fact. Uh, the plant is just absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, I did get some time uh, visiting with uh, uh, the Labor Secretary and with uh, Elon, uh, but then I, I left and they continued to meet, so I have no insights for you. No insights, no anything. What's the next step for Tesla in Austin, and, and what's the importance of Tesla to Austin? You know, Tesla is, is real important to this community, and we were excited to have them come here. Uh, you know, it does manufacturing, but at its core, Tesla is a tech company. In our city, in Austin, we're, we're lucky and blessed. We have an abundance of jobs that pay $150,000 a year. Our existential challenge is preserving the other people mm -hmm. in our community, uh, preserving the, the the diversity that creates the the friction, that creates the innovation, that creates the, the art and the experiences 
in a city like Austin that is growing so rapidly where affordability is becoming an ever greater challenge, our focus needs to be on preserving the people who live here. Tesla has an, an, an abundance of middle skill jobs. These are tech jobs that don't require a four-year degree. Some don't require a two-year associate's degree. They require a, a certificate. So to have a, a big company coming in to, to provide, help provide middle skill jobs at scale is a, a huge thing for our community. And frankly, that's what excites me most about having Tesla here, the, the large announcement of the Samsung expansion uh, in our region. Same kind of thing for, for our city and our community. It also helps, obviously, um, bring more innovators and creatives into the community. And that cross-pollinization across discipline sometimes drives the, the really creative, innovative idea in this discipline that was being liberally applied in a different discipline. And somebody was able to, to figure out its application just in a place where it, where it was not uh, otherwise seen. And I think uh, Einstein uh, defined genius at one point as being that. So let's take then the flip side and what you said is the challenge of doing all this. So it's great Tesla's bringing in more of the middle skill workers. Where are they going to live? How are they going to afford it? I mean, I even had a, my, when I arrived here, my taxi driver said, everybody's moving here from California and you can't get an affordable house anymore, which I guess, you know, you always get the taxi driver wisdom, but it's, that's the real challenge for you guys. How do you attack that? I always check the taxi cab drivers yeah, when I come course. to a new city. Uh, I'm hopeful that the middle skill jobs are going to be filled with the people here uh, that can take those jobs. And, and Tesla pledged to, to, to make sure that uh, a high percentage of those jobs went to the people who, who lived here. And that's why I'm excited, because it brings jobs for people who live here uh, to help them ladder up. Uh, that's what's exciting about it. But to your point, there are a lot of people coming here uh, for jobs. and, and uh, that cre is creating a challenge, and it is associated with rising prices of housing. Yeah, I mean, how do, how do you avoid making Austin San Francisco, which, you know, if you talk to folks who have lived in that city for a long time, there's obviously a big housing affordability problem. Zoning is partly to do with it, but there's, there's a cultural shift in that city as well, and not necessarily for the better. And I love San Francisco. I love to visit San Francisco. Uh, I love the mayor in San Francisco, uh, London Breed. But San Francisco is a different city than the one that I visited back in the 70s and the 80s. When I went there back then, in San Francisco, art was being created everywhere. And the danger is, is as you get more and more money and you lose the diversity, you become a city that consumes art rather than makes art. Austin makes art everywhere still. So it's holding on to the people. To, to go to school on the experience of San Francisco and then to try to do things differently. I wish there was a city that we could go to that had done it right, that had successfully negotiated that, but we can't find one, which we were gonna have to try to create it. So we're trying to do everything we can to increase housing supply. We, we, we had a greater number of, of, of new homes uh, built in Austin per capita than any city in the country last year still wasn't enough. So we have to figure out how to accelerate that even further. We're looking at trying to address 
uh, dislocation and affordability in everything we do. As a community, last year in the middle of the pandemic, we voted to have a, uh, a fund, uh, a brand new, and to create a brand new bass public transit system in our city that will go underground downtown. And in that mobility package was a $300 billion line item to only deal with dislocation and affordability issues proximate to the, to the stations and the new transit lines. I think our community recognizes the value, uh, the importance, the, the existential need in our city to preserve the, the diversity, to keep artists here. So in everything that we're doing, it becomes a, a filter and an overlay. All right, we gotta leave it there. Thank you so much, Mayor Adler, appreciate it. Good luck keeping Austin weird. I hope you can do it. Well, thank you. <laughs> we're gonna try. <laughs>